Hi, I'm Siggy, born and raised in St. Catharines, Ontario, and now living in the nation's capital of Ottawa. And I'm Jazzy, born in Manila, Philippines, raised in Toronto, Canada, and schooled all over southwestern Ontario. You're listening to the Halo Halo podcast, a delicious mix of pop culture and the Filipino-Canadian life. Before we start our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the lands we're podcasting on. I'm podcasting for the traditional lands of the Huron-Wendat, the Seneca, and most recently, the Mississaugas of the Credit River. And I'm podcasting from the traditional unceded territory of the Algonquin and Nishnabeg people. Welcome to our taste test episode where we sample something fresh from the pop culture buffet, and then we'll tell you what we think. On this episode of the taste test, Jesse samples Legim, a Filipino true crime podcast. Mm. Now, Kuya, what did it taste like? Oh, you know, I had to think about this. And Ooh. I just kept thinking to myself, oh, this podcast was rich with detail, deep in thought. And I kept thinking afterwards. And I love podcasts or pop culture that keeps me thinking afterwards. Uh-huh. In this case, what's deep and rich while hearty and takes time to digest? Dinaguan. <laughs> you know? So for those of our Tell listeners us. that don't know what dinaguan is, it is stewed vinegared pork in a savory, spicy, and dark gravy that's made of pig's blood, garlic, and chili. Depending where you are in the region of the Philippines, you may or may not have that, <laughs> that, that chili. But yeah. I'm very much used to having chili, or at least on the side, at least. So that's what it tasted like. Do you like dinaguan? Wow. I don't even know if you like dinaguan. I've had it before. It isn't my favorite. But like, I think if I distract myself that it's not in blood, yes. I don't have any issue. I think I've had it when I was younger and I've seen it at Filipino parties and you just eat it. And oddly enough, I saw it on an episode of My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend where she mm. brings dinaguan. Yes. And they were very particular about it because they were like, no, this needs to be the color. They made sure they maintained it. So I think that's a great analogy. Yeah. So yeah. you're talking about a stewed vinegar pork or whatever. How does that compare to this lovely podcast? What, why would you use that analogy for this wonderful food? Yeah, it was really rich and it really took time to digest and it's a savory dish and there was much to savor in this podcast. And I think that this is why I thought to myself, it's very much like Dinaguan and dark, right? Like we were talking about really, so the whole podcast is very much exactly what it says in its tagline, a Filipino true crime podcast. So the hostess, Christine Abregana, would take a close look at infamous or sometimes famous cases that would give us feelings of fear and dread in very Ooh. much a true crime fix Philippinex fashion. And so she's had three seasons out and would recount a number of different rip from the headline stories in a lot of ways. And so I just absolutely loved it. You know, like it was like, it was great. It was thoughtful and yet dark and yet made lots of commentary at the same time. And like what I said, kept me thinking. That's So, so that's, that's what's a- really interesting. Yeah. It's deep. It's rich. Is it worth those pop culture calories? Mm. Yeah, very much so. It's now part of my podcast library. That Whoa. I to. Okay. Yeah, it was really well written. It's well thought through. I would say that it is a pensive podcast. And yet at the same time, it's really critical, like critical of what it's presenting you. I just thought that the podcast host, Christine, such a great analysis and commentary on the Philippine justice system. Ah. 
Yeah. So she would talk about the lack of qualified professionals or the lack of continuity of evidence or the lack of analytical skills of detectives. It's not like I think she was kind of hammering home these points, but this is what I meant by it would allow me to keep thinking through some of these that as I thought through many different episodes, I saw some of these themes arise. And so in a lot of ways, that that's what was really enjoyable. Like I felt like I was also listening to puzzles and then thinking them through in my head <laughs> and then seeing connections between the various stories that she was she was telling from episode to episode. What does it remind you of in the pop culture buffet? Mm. We had recently talked a little bit about this in our warm-up. It certainly reminds me of Rappler, right? Which is this TV news outfit yes. that tells news of the Philippines meets unsolved mysteries. I have to say, Sigs, like the soundscape that Christine uses in this podcast really reminds me of Unsolved Mysteries, which is why it kind of gives me chills sometimes when I'm listening to things and as she's recounting things. And the analysis and critical thinking really reminds me of the news pieces in the media outlet Rappler. Thoughtful, thought-provoking, and yet really striving to be accurate in terms of what they've talked about. There were times where in some of the podcasts that Christine would talk about certain true crimes. She would get conflicting pieces of information. So she would try to make heads or tails and then would actually do a lot of diligence trying to find actually what are the most correct or legitimate facts. And I appreciate that because in in an age of disinformation, actual verifiable facts is important these days. We've seen how disinformation can actually lead to problems and societal ones too. And so very much enjoyed that. And that's why it reminds me of like Unsolved Mysteries meeting Rappler, an audio version, if you will. What else did you appreciate about it? Mm. Not only the recounting, but I very much appreciated how Christine, again, the podcast hosts, noted the inconsistencies, you know, and her diligence. So that's what I really enjoyed about it. And her really trying to convey the truth of what actually occurred. I also appreciated the criticisms of not only the justice system, but sometimes the problematic beliefs and problematic societal attitudes in the Philippines that don't really embody ideas of inclusion or are oppressive, right? So she's not afraid to actually call out misogyny. Oh. Or homophobia. Yeah. When she was actually recounting the Christine de Serra murder, or at least believed murder. So this was the flight attendant, I believe, from Philippine Airlines last year in January, who was found dead in a Makati hotel, and she was around a lot of men. The media, and in a lot of ways, the public had slut-shamed her. Oh my gosh. She was around a lot of men, but all these men happened to be gay in the end and they were celebrating New Year. So she called out the homophobia. She called out the slut shaming, you know. And again, Christine, the host of the Lagim, a Filipino true crime podcast, wasn't afraid to actually talk about that and say that. So I really appreciated that. And then the other thing that I appreciated was very much the trigger content warnings, you know. And so, I mean, I know what I'm getting into. Mm-hmm. You know, when you say that you're going to be listening to a Filipino true crime podcast, but I think it's always important to just kind of say that, to say it out loud. So that was mm-hmm. the other thing that I very much appreciated. Would you sample it again? Mm, definitely. I would definitely sample it again. I have to say, like the first time that I was listening to it, usually I do this for a lot of my podcasts because they're they're typically one note, one level podcasts where they're sharing bits of information It was really hard to multitask when listening to this podcast. Oh, you were drawn in. 
Yeah, you're really drawn in to listen. And so it demands that you listen to it with full attention. Like I couldn't, I wasn't able to multitask. Like halfway through whatever, you know, chore I was doing, I had to just kind of put it down and like listen to it because it was like, oh, it needed my absolute attention. Wow. And one time I was listening to it in the car. I almost missed my stop when I was driving out to my parents' place you know, <laughs> and listening to it at the same time because I was like, yeah, and then what happened next? And why is there this inconsistency? And like, what's going on, right? So I would totally listen again. And when I would listen to it again, and now when I listen to it, like I give it my full... Wow, right? That's yeah. engagement. Yeah, that so is engagement. To whom would you recommend it? Mm. Anyone that really likes mystery or suspense, or anyone that likes playing Wordle or Sudoku. <laughs> like, like each episode <laughs> is like a puzzle. Like each episode is like a puzzle that you're trying to solve alongside with her as she's presenting you the facts of the true crime that she's sharing for that particular week or for that particular episode. So. Okay, so you heard it here at her first, Alohalo Pub listeners. If you like Wordle. Which there are many of you <laughs> listen to the Legim True Crime podcast. Yes, yes. I think you would enjoy it. If you like a good mystery, this is a good one to do. It keeps your brain working. And so this is one that I would highly recommend. Well, I'm highly impressed that you really engaged you. So folks, mm-hmm. listeners, I highly encourage you this taste test. If you like Dinigwan and you want to hear about some interesting Filipino true crime, take a listen. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, hey, and even your feedback on this podcast, let us know. Email us at holoholopopculture at gmail.com. The Holoholo podcast is available on all podcast platforms. Rate us and leave a review. And you can find us on social media. We're on Twitter at our handles at holoholopop. And we're on Instagram at holoholopopculture. Finally, we receive editorial feedback from Mary Beth Badian. Our musical theme is by Chel Turingen. And we'll see all of you guys again real soon. See you guys soon.